Before we begin, we would like to thank Globe Telecom for making this podcast series possible. Don't forget to check it out and dial asterisk 143 hashtag. While you're at it, you may also check our official website, Blueprint, for the other activities in store for today and the upcoming days of St. Paul College Passing's Spectrum 2021. With just one step, A step can lead to a walk, then a run, and even a climb until one day magugulat tayo na ang layo na ng narating natin. With GLOBE, our steps can lead us to millions of doors opening, millions of paths unfolding, and millions of reasons to keep going. Take the step. With a network that gets better every day for you. Good day to you all, our beloved listeners and dear Polinians. Welcome to the third episode of Revitalize. I am Jana. And I am Abby. Once again, we are your hosts for Spectrum's very first podcast series. Jana, time flies by so fast. We're in our third episode. Yes, and for today, we will be highlighting Charism. So Charism promotes the development of our unique talents and gifts through holistic growth and integral development. So I've learned that Charism actually manifests itself into the various talents that we have. And it's something that is very unique to us and very individualistic of us. So Abby, what's your experience growing up as a Polinian? This year is actually my first year at SPCP, and it's been a little bit different from the other schools that I've been to because it's a Catholic school. And so I feel that all the things I do in school, including gift, my homework, my extracurriculars, it's like I'm offering it to the Lord instead of just doing it because I was told to. May mga times talaga na I have doubts like, gifted ba ako or hindi? What if I'm just average? If I pursue this, what if I can't follow through? Yes, I completely relate to those thoughts, especially in a lot of competitive environments. Even though the school um, really gives very comforting environments, there's still some definite competition that can lead us to becoming very unsure of our skills, even though they're really there. So in this episode, we will be talking about confronting insecurities and stepping out of your comfort zone. There are times when we really feel anxious about trying something new or pursuing a potential talent. And that's okay. We perfectly understand. It's normal to have those thoughts and know that these feelings are valid and accepted. I totally agree with you, Jana. And today we are fortunate to have with us somebody who can help us process these feelings. Our guest, Mr. Rainier Navarro, will help us find the incredible me in all of us. Just like the first two podcasts, our guests' answers were pre-recorded before our episode for today. Now, before our speaker introduces himself, allow us to read some intriguing facts about him. Currently, Mr. Navarro is an undergraduate student taking up Bachelor of Science in Psychology at De La Salle University. As a student, he had multiple research experiences, including a presentation in the most recent IEEE Integrated STEM Education Conference at Princeton University in the U.S. Together with his colleagues, their research won second place in the category of Most Interdisciplinary Approach. Our guest has always had a flaming passion for writing. 
Since elementary, Mr. Navarro has been a campus journalist in his former school, LaSalle Green Hills. Without further ado, let us listen to Mr. Rainier Navarro. Hello, I am Rainier Navarro, the incumbent executive director of Ancla PH. I am also an undergraduate student in Dallasal University. My course is Bachelor of Science in Psychology. Though I am not practicing in the field yet since I am still a student, my academic and research experience allowed me to better know and to immerse myself in psychology. Participating in activities, may it be local or abroad, gave me a better perspective of why psychology is an emerging yet dynamic field that young people should consider. I am very interested with how the mind works, specifically the inner workings of the brain. I am also fond of talking and helping people with their problems. That is why I fell in love with psychology. As I am about to finish my first year in my bachelor's degree, being part of the field of psychology as a student opens you to a wide range of possibilities that should be explored. Because of this, I truly love being part of PH, my family. Also, I am considering to pursue a medical degree in the future because I am also interested with the field of psychiatry. So from this alone, I look forward to what lies ahead as I continue my journey in this field. Wow, I really appreciate how Mr. Navarro gave such an emphasis on the importance of psychology in today's times. For sure, a lot of people in society have their respective misconceptions and misunderstandings about what psychology is. So it's important that we have people like Mr. Navarro to help um, relieve us of those false um, notions. So on top of being a student, Mr. Navarro mentioned that he is currently the executive director of Ancla PH a youth-led, non-profit organization. To learn more about his organization, Mr. Navarro will give us a brief background on the, of the advocacy, goals, and initiatives of Ancla PH. Ancla PH is a non-profit, youth-led organization in the Philippines. As an organization, we aim to combat the stigma surrounding mental health issues by raising awareness, enlightening others, and broadening the scope through which we learn more about mental health. I joined this organization around late July last year since Ben Nicolás, the founder and former executive director of Ancla PH, invited me to be a member. Bea introduced me to Ancla PH, and I love the initiatives this organization produced prior to my membership. Projects such as Isang Dang Liham Mula Kay Ligaya and the Frontliners Unity Statement made Angla PH stand out from many youth-led organizations advocating for mental health across the country. That is why this motivated me to be part of this organization. Until today, Angla PH continues to build a community of Filipino mental health advocates who would shed light on the significance of the well-being of oneself and the environment he or she belongs in. It's really great to hear that we have organizations that raise awareness on mental health issues. In the Philippines, there is so much stigma surrounding mental health illnesses. 
Speaking of mental health, I came across this medical condition that triggers fear, anxiety, and insecurities. In the 1970s, psychologists Susan Imes and Pauline Rose Clancy coined the term imposter syndrome. So we asked Mr. Navarro on his thoughts on this and some signs and symptoms we need to look out for. Imposter syndrome is the intra-individual phenomenon that certain people face when they see themselves as not enough or they do not believe in their own strengths and capabilities. Certain people would have this kind of thinking, despite all the good things about them that other people notice. Some scholars also identify this as imposter phenomenon or imposterism. Commonly, these kind of people who experience the imposter syndrome consider that luck is their winning factor to achieve or to complete a certain task. They're also scared that certain individuals would eventually reveal that they are just faking it. Those affected by imposter syndrome also experience anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, less expectations of success, and perfectionism, among others. This is why current studies suggested that the imposter syndrome may also act as an inner barrier to career development. First research on the imposter syndrome was done on women. However, further studies found out that this is also experienced by men. Succeeding studies also discovered the trend of this phenomenon among certain individuals who achieved a distinct academic attainment. The imposter syndrome is not found in the current edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. However, Practitioners in the field of psychology acknowledge that this is a true and specific form of intellectual self-doubt. Studies suggest that the best way to recognize imposter syndrome is that a person must acknowledge the problem. Acknowledging the problem involves understanding the current situation and why this problem is affecting a person. Through this, a person with imposter syndrome should also understand how this problem affects him or her. This is so that this person can ask for help, better hone skills, get advice from elders, and position themselves towards an optimistic mindset. This is the first time I've heard of imposter syndrome. However, this is not the first time I've heard of the phrase never enough or perfectionism. Personally, I don't really like it when I get feedback from people especially my teachers, and I see that I made a mistake. And it's not because the teachers showed me that I had a mistake. It was because I made that mistake. And so all of these assignments and things that I do add up, and I realize, will I ever be good enough? Will I ever reach the goal that I want to meet? And so I think it's really important that we have to be careful about these things and not pull ourselves down because we think that we're never going to get to the standard that we want to reach. Yeah, this is also the first time I've heard of imposter syndrome. You know, living in constant fear isn't healthy for us. It may be challenging, but learning how to manage our fears will help us live a happier and more casual life. And like I said, it isn't going to be easy, but it's worth a shot. Aside from fear, part of our insecurities is self-doubt. Self-doubt is inevitable. There are times where we don't fully understand ourselves. With this in mind, we also asked Mr. Navarro how we can maximize our capabilities and acknowledge our limitations. Let's hear it. The truth is that 
we can do so much more. It is just that there are certain factors that stop us from doing so. Sometimes we do not even know what these factors are. In reality, we can do anything. That is why it is possible that we can maximize our own capabilities and acknowledge our own limitations. I've got to admit that I have experienced the same concern before. This is just one of the many thoughts anyone will come to encounter as he or she grows up. The secret to boldly face this is to have an optimistic mindset. This is where the saying believe in yourself comes in. Though we have imperfections, we can use this to overcome our fears and hesitations. Self-doubt can be experienced by anyone. However, do not let this stop you from doing what you want or doing what you love. Anyone can maximize their own capabilities by further honing their skills. This involves learning and studying more. Exploring is also part of this because venturing to new opportunities is a very great idea for anyone who would want to maximize their own capabilities. Acknowledging limitations starts with acceptance. However, acceptance involves working on this challenge and having a grasp of it so that one may acknowledge the said limitations and then eventually conquer these limitations. Maximizing one's capabilities and acknowledging one's limitations work hand-in-hand towards obtaining an optimistic mindset. This kind of thinking will drive anyone to have a better compass towards completing objectives and exceeding expectations. Although this is a dynamic process, this will not happen overnight. This should be done gradually so that the best results can be obtained from this practice. I know I say this a lot when a listener talks, but this is something that we should all learn from. It's really important that we apply this in our daily lives at school and at home. The sky is the limit. Yes, limitations may be challenging to accept, but it is a process that we all go through in our own time, whether it be by ourselves or with the help of others. I think that it's not really the inability to do something. We can all do it. The degree or level of skill just varies. Sometimes it looks like we can't because it looks like a blurry work of art or an unfinished masterpiece. Aside from our earlier questions, we also got the chance to ask Mr. Novato how he views his current life at present. We asked him this question. Looking at your life right now, are you happy with regards to your current endeavors? As we listen to his answer, he will also be giving tips on fostering healthy self-growth and self-improvement. I am contented and happy with regards to my current endeavors. However, I want to do more and to explore more because there is a big world out there. Just like others, I am a young student with big dreams. I continue to do my best and work thrice as hard to get what I want. I cannot say that I have achieved a lot since I'm not yet done with my education. However, I believe that I am getting there. This is why I always look for room for improvement. This would unlock me a better version of myself. And unlocking this is possible through fostering healthy self-growth or self-improvement. The key factor here is loving yourself. 
loving yourself involves taking care of yourself and attending to your immediate needs. Nurturing the mind and staying healthy is also part of this. The rest will simply follow. Personally, I have this mindset. Though it is not easy to be consistent with it, especially if you're facing different challenges, it is important to make a conscious effort to make that change. Anyone can do so much to convince you, but in the end of the day, we decide what to do. This explains why I would always decide to put myself first. Mr. Navarro raises some really important points, especially about loving yourself and saying that anyone can do so much to convince you, but in the end of the day, it's what we decide to do. And I really think that there are so many factors that can contribute to our self-doubts and insecurities. We are easily influenced by other people's judgments and misconceptions of us, and it's a misfortune that it, we call it inevitable. But if there's one thing all of us should do, it's to learn how to love ourselves better and treat ourselves better by putting our needs first. Before our final question, we asked Mr. Navarro for his message to our listeners today. He also mentioned on ways we can use our talents and skills for the greater good of all. Never give up. Regardless of what happens, the fight goes on. And to be honest, failing is an experience we should not take for granted. But I'm not saying that we should fail. Rather, take failure as learning experience to do better and to excel more on something. And even if you do not see it, a lot of people believe in you. This gives you more reasons to never give up. Believe and have hope. As a student, I always have experienced challenges and doubts about myself. This happens with academics or other aspects of my life. It would come to the point that I would pin myself down. This is not healthy for me. This is why I stopped doing this bad thing. Even if it may seem so challenging, never giving up can do so much even if we do not notice it. This will allow you to look at the brighter side of things, especially if you are currently encountering defeat. That is why it is alright to cry and to feel sad at times. However, use this to motivate yourself to do better. The trade-off of this will be priceless if you will consider doing so. Doing this can do so much for you and the community you belong in. This is because your contribution as a citizen matters regardless of your capabilities. Make use of your talents and skills to help others, inspire others, and be with others, especially those in need. Doing the simple act of kindness can motivate others in your community to do the same. Utilize available platforms you have and do not also hesitate to ask for help when needed. Eventually, this practice will be involuntary and you will notice everyone in your community working hand in hand. In the end, we are all in this together. Helen Keller has an inspiring message about this. She said that alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Never give up, believe, and have hope. These really are the words that would help us step out of our comfort zone and pursue our talents. It's all about the effort that we put in, not what circumstances we're in or 
what obstacles we have in front of us. What matters is that we try, and oftentimes it's really more than enough. To end our interesting and worthwhile episode for today, let us listen to Mr. Navarro as he defines bravery and encourages us to step out of our comfort zone. Bravery is defending yourself as you would defend the people you love. Love is powerful because it is essential in everything, such as bravery. Like I said, loving yourself is important. When you love yourself, you can love others as you would defend them. Allowing yourself to do this is so beneficial for self-growth. This will also encourage others to do the same. Everything from maximizing one's capabilities, acknowledging limitations, breaking boundaries, and unlocking new feats. You can do so much. Believe in that. Continue to go on. Do not cry over spilled milk, they said. Rise again so that others can do the same. When you do this, you are brave. When you are brave, you can do so much. Even if it would end at a point where no one will side with you, just go on. Sometimes, the harshest experiences make us stronger people. This is why you should stay strong. Never give up. Like I said, it is not simple to achieve this. It takes practice. However, have a pacing especially if you cannot do it fast. Baby steps will not harm. Eventually, you will get the hang of it as long as you make a conscious effort to change. Combining an optimistic mindset and never giving up is a powerful duo. Not everyone can get this immediately. However, have the drive to go on so that eventually, you will finally step out of your comfort zone and pursue what you want. Mr. Navarro's words are so inspiring. and. It's really what we should be listening to and ingesting right now in these really trying times. And because of it, I think I found the incredible me in myself. In this world that we live in, I realize that I just need to continue to be brave and never give up. I feel the same way, Jaina. I have found the incredible Abby. I feel sad that Mr. Navarro's talk has ended. I wish I could hear more from him. Yes, I think that what we had today was a very important talk. And I'm so glad that Mr. Navarro came by and gave us his insights on a very important topic. So, dear listeners, so much has been said by Mr. Navarro. Feel free to rewind this podcast and listen once again to the wonderful and inspirational words that our dear guest has shared to us. Once again, don't forget to check out Blueprint, the official fair website for the activities we have in store for you today and the next two days of Spectrum 2021. St. Paul College Pasig's first online fair. Uy, Abby, nakabili ka na ba ng fair merch? Not yet, actually. Have you seen the t-shirt and face mask? They're so cute and nice. To our listeners, don't forget to check out the Spectrum 2021 official shop. Proceeds will go to Child Hope Philippines. Make sure to get merchandise designed by our very own fair production team. Want to have a different kind of fun? Do you have what it takes to be the next Sherlock Holmes or Nancy Drew? Join and participate in Operation Zero. Help Gia and Lux as they go on a quest to find the Ferex Rebooter, the communication device they'll need to travel back to the present. Well, I guess we really have come to an end. Once again, I am Jana. And I am Abby, 
see you tomorrow for the next episode of Revitalize. Thank you for joining us and have a great day and enjoy Spectrum 2021.